Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Very excited to have musician, actress, and all-around lovely human being, Caitlin Tarver, on today's episode. Last year, she just released her very first full album called Subject to Change, which has a lot of beautiful songs about just kind of being in the middle of something, feeling a little stuck, feeling your feelings, going through all of it, which I think is something we can all relate to. Uh, We get to talk about what it's like creating that album, what her general creative process is, how being on the reality show American Juniors in 2003 jump-started not only her foyer into entertainment, but her entire family's uh, foyer into entertainment. We talk about feelings a lot in this episode. Uh, And so I think you will enjoy it and hopefully have something to relate to. Caitlin is a very introspective and wise person. uh, So I really hope you enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Caitlin Tarver. Caitlin, I'm so excited to talk to you. You are a multifaceted artist. And so I'm very curious to hear from you how we got to where we're at right now. And also, like, what do you, if someone asked you what you do, what's, what do you say? (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess simply put, I'm a singer, songwriter, and I also act. Um, so I I guess I do all of those things. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a weird existence at times because I, I feel like one of my uh, favorite songwriters right now named Maddie Diaz, I think she said this in an interview, like, my job is to have feelings. Mm. Um, which... <laughs> I thought yeah. was a really good way to put it because it can be, it can be confusing to me even to answer that question. I'm like, what do I do? I have no idea. Literally yeah. couldn't tell you what I do. <laughs> um, but yeah. So how did we get into art, into the world of feeling feelings? Um, so, I mean, I... I feel like I always have to start it with like, I did this reality show when I was 13. Yes. American American Juniors. (laughs) Yes. Right. Yes. Um, You know, so some people saw it. There was only one season in 2003 and it was like American Idol for kids. It was like Ryan Seacrest was the host. Mm -hmm. Um, We had different judges, but that was the general idea uh, of what it was. And I was obsessed with the first season of American Idol. I heard Ryan announce they were doing one for kids. I loved to sing and I was like, cool, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to audition. And so my parents luckily like loaded us all up and my sister and I both auditioned and I, I, I made it like, pretty far on that show enough to where it like got me to LA and then it got me singing on the show every week. And my family was like plucked from Georgia and we were like staying in this fancy hotel in West Hollywood, Mm. (laughs) like all piled into one room. Amazing. And I don't know, we just all kind of like see that as a pretty pivotal moment in our lives because 
after that, we all just kind of became obsessed with the idea of being in this business. Uh, because now my brother's an actor. I do what I do. My little sister is also acting. So we wow. all kind of like got the bug. Um, and so essentially that's, you know, the short version of, of how I kind of found my way or found myself out here doing this. Sure. Okay. So you said you and your sister auditioned. How yeah. was the tension or support uh, <laughs> post you making it and your sister not? It was obviously disappointing. Um, but yeah, it, it, she's the most supportive person in my life. I mean, she like... She was nine at the time. I was oh, 13. So it was just like a, a beginning core memory, just to yeah, give her a little I, bit of what Hollywood's a like. Taste of what it's really like. Um, yeah, no, it's it was it was definitely challenging, but she was excited for me and continues to be excited for for me and everything that that we're doing. We're all pretty supportive of each other, luckily, and not too uh yeah. not too competitive and, and I'm very curious about what it what it's been like to have siblings that are also involved in the entertainment industry. Have you guys I mean it sounds like like what you're saying, you guys support each other obviously, but yeah. then do you guys go in on same auditions for things ever? Well, so far, not really. Like my older brother is an actor, so we're mm -hmm. not going out for the same roles. But it's funny because he's on a show right now where he has a sister on the mm. show. And I auditioned to play a sister, <laughs> his sister. <laughs> Can you imagine? It was hilarious. And like, I knew it probably wouldn't go my way. But I was also like, Wow, it it's really sobering when you can't land the job you were literally born to play. <laughs> you literally no, play every hour of every day outside of this audition. That's the true uh the true meaning of of this business is um <laughs> summed up in that, but no, for the most part it's been okay. Um and my sister's sort of just starting out, so we're not going out for a lot of the same roles yet. But, you know, I go through that with friends and it's just yeah. kind of a part of it and you just can't take it too personally. Yeah. I mean, you're said than done, but it must also be nice to just have a built in support system like family that's going through and experiencing the same wild world of Hollywood that you are. It's super nice. And I like haven't really experienced it without that. So I don't mm -hmm. even know. It's like wild to think because I'm like, I don't even know if I would have had the <laughs> like uh, guts to stay in this if I didn't kind of have my family to lean on um, and sure. kind of understand what it's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's really nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But so you do, you've done acting, uh, but now it seems like you're much more focused on your music. Yeah. So you've been making albums, you've co-written with Cheryl Cole, or Cole, you've like recently, as of last year, Subject to Change is your most recent uh, yeah. album that came out. Talk yeah. to me about, I'm so curious, I'm, I'm not a musically inclined person, mm -hmm. but I'm fascinated about the creative process of creating an album. What's, what's your process yeah. like for that? Well, this was really my first album. So okay. I've done, um, you know, I've, I've obviously started out way back on American Juniors and I've sort of, you know, somewhat been doing it since then. But mm -hmm. I really feel like I didn't find my kind of like, 
creative voice as a as a songwriter as a singer until probably around like five or six years ago um and so that that's when i started releasing stuff a little more consistently and kind of you know trusting my abilities and yeah just getting a little more confident in it and um but so I, I put out like some EPs, which are kind of like four or five song little collection, like mini albums, basically. Yeah. And then I was just putting out some singles. And then, you know, last year, kind of late 2020, I was like, I'd really like to do an album. I'd really like to kind of reach that milestone uh, as an artist and um, have that kind of feeling of working really hard on one project and having it all kind of be it one body of work. Um, and so, yeah, it was cool to kind of get to build something like that, uh, and think about it in those terms. Whereas before you're kind of just, I don't know, it can feel like you're sort of throwing things out there to see what sticks and like, Oh, I'll try this. I'll try that. And so it made me feel a lot more like in charge of what I was doing and Mm. a lot more hands-on of like, okay, this is kind of what I'm writing about. Seems like I'm sort of circling around these themes. Like, why don't I lean in, lean into that and kind of see where that goes. And I don't know, I just felt way more um, like it was mine. Yeah. um, That was a really uh, rewarding thing to do as a, artist and as like a creative person. Yeah, I guess I've never really thought deeply about the difference between an EP and an album. And it must be pretty substantial to think yeah. that you're just going to throw a couple songs out there. But this one is going to be kind of like a thesis statement into right. something. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, you're like, okay, I've sort of like written my little papers, but this is like my <laughs> real presentation. Um, and, you know, like, I think the good and challenging part of the music industry right now is anything goes like, yeah, you know, it's not so much like the old formula of like, you know, person gets signed to major label person writes their album for three years. Right. And puts that out and tours on it for three years. Like it's so much more of like a quick turnaround. So people Mm. are doing multiple EPs a year or just singles or, and so it's, it's really like kind of in your hands, like what you want to do and how you want to do it, which is like simultaneously uh, freeing and a little paralyzing. Yeah. (laughs) It feels like you No, I get analysis paralysis all the time when there's too many choices on something. Yeah. And it seems like, yeah, especially with, you know, social media and internet and everything, like the way you create is truly up to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what was really nice about deciding to make the album was like, I'm going to make this decision to make mm. this full length thing and I'm just going to stick to it <laughs> and like, just do it. Because, yeah. And, and I like waffled on that even after making that declaration to myself. I was like, well, should it be two EPs? Like I just... <laughs> <laughs> so back and forth, but I'm glad I decided to just kind of stick to it and, and put out an album. It felt, it felt different. It felt like exciting. and um now I'm just kind of like it's out there and people are finding it and it's yeah. really cool. You because you released it last year and then you toured around for a bit with it at the end of last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that like, especially you know in these times when yeah. the artists, especially musicians, being able to perform live is 
has much more variables to it now than it used to. What was touring like? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was amazing because I hadn't done it in so long. And so yeah. it was just really, really fun to be like, oh, we get to like play shows again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, I only did, uh, well, I ended up, actually having to postpone the last show because uh, it was here in LA kind of right when everything was starting to get a little scary again. Um, so I played f- only four shows. Um, so it was like just enough to sort of feel the feeling again. But by the, by the fourth one, I was like, okay, I kind of remember how to do this. Like yeah. it was definitely, I was a lot more nervous than I'd ever been. And a lot more just like, what do I, how do I do this? But there's nothing like getting to actually play the songs live. Like, and especially, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but it was like so much sweeter after having not getting to do that. Yeah. Here is like, um, because there's, you can't really compare like putting songs out on the internet and like Instagram and, you know, all the things that we have now to like actual in-person, you know, connection, singing the songs mm-hmm. together and seeing how it really feels to people in the room. Like I just yeah. was so excited to do that again. And um, it was so fun. Yeah, I miss it already. <laughs> I, know, I know. It feels like you were just getting momentum and then the world was like, ah, uh-uh, we're going to hold off a little bit. Yeah. The- were there any weird experiences, any notable um, audience uh, moments uh, in the shows at all? I mean, I feel like what pops in my head. Uh, so it was like the first show back in New York and uh, it was like a packed room. It was amazing. And I sort of like when I'm on stage can really just get going on a tangent of just... <laughs> Almost like I'm like a, st- I think I'm like a stand up or something. Up there, I'm like, uh, yeah, I was gonna ask what your like vibe is on stage. Well, it's funny because I think I a lot of my songs are very emotional and like introspective and on the like kind of more heavy side. And mm-hmm. I think people come to shows and I'm a little, I, I'm actually kind of bubbly and uh, <laughs> and charming and, and like doing like, well. Why are you? Why are you write these songs? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. Um, but you know, it's just I guess uh, my thing. But um, I was sort of. I think I had this. I was going off on this bit about like um, how if, if you live in LA long long enough, like you automatically just kind of end up with that co-star app on your phone like <laughs> yes, it's just like do. somehow you have it and you're like what when what time was i born um because it just becomes very important mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point like oh yeah asked enough like what's your sign what's your thing and so it's just funny because i was like talking about that and i'd gone to this i was telling a story about how i'd gone to this party and there were like these you know, teens there and yeah. they were talking to me and they were like, what's your sign? And I was like, <laughs> uh, Scorpio. And they were like, Oh my God. And I was like, what, what does that mean? And they were like, well, let me see your co-star. And so I give it to them and they look at it and I'm like, Scorpio in two, you know, yeah, whatever. And they were like, Oh my God. <laughs> They're like, you're insane. And I was like, I am. And they were like, this makes a lot of sense why you write the songs you write. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I was like going off on the story and people were laughing. And then all of a sudden this person yells out, how old are you? <laughs> and I was like, what? 
not nothing. <laughs> um, and it was, yeah, it was wow. just a funny, yeah. That they were, yeah, secretly just plugging in your birthday to try and figure out more about you to yeah. see if you were actually a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, wow. But yeah, that was a funny moment that kind of sticks out, but. It's great. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. The, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I do think that one of the things that worries me is the teens and astrology combination. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work out for the best. I hope so. You um, know, who knows? But maybe we're onto something. Maybe I am. That's why I'm. Maybe bad. they I, are. Yeah, the holders of all the truth in the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, if that gives me more like license to be crazy, then I'll. There you I've go. <laughs> I'm also curious. I'm all on that. You the like you said, creating an album, you're putting so much like thought and emotional energy into it, and then it gets released into the world. And then what happens after that? Like, wh- what happens now? You know, you just, you kind of sit and bask in it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm living that in this very second. I'm kind of like, okay, what now? Like (laughs) I put the album out almost two months ago and, um, and yeah, there's very much like a slump that happens because, which I was expecting, like, cause it's so exciting and so much anticipation and, you know, It's always more fun to anticipate something than for it to happen and it to be yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very true. Oh, it's sad that I like can't anticipate the album release anymore. I'm like, well, it's it's out, <laughs> uh, and so, but I'm trying to just. I think it was really fun to get to play the shows kind of a month later because I kind of got to, you know, enjoy it with people who were also enjoying it. And that's always yeah. a good feeling. And and now that I'm kind of back in LA, it's a new year. I'm I'm just trying to kind of uh stretch it out as long as I can because I, I did work really hard on it and I put a lot of time and effort and energy and I yeah. I'm really proud of it. So I'm just trying to kind of let myself chill for a second and be proud of it and just be yeah. like not kind of uh succumb to that pressure of like what's next like you yeah. gotta keep it up like i i don't know I, i'm gonna start writing again i'm always writing but i'm just trying not to um panic <laughs> yeah no i i feel like that's a universal kind of uh thing for everyone to handle right now but yeah. the the songs that you have on this and just the overall concept of like subject to change i do feel like touches on like a, a lot of universal kind of like feelings and emotions that people have gone through in different capacities over the last couple of years. Is there a certain like sentiment or feeling that you want people to take away from the album? Yeah, I think I just really wanted to kind of capture this uh, feeling of like being in the middle of something. Like I think there's... um a lot of emphasis on like going through something and then getting through it and yeah. getting the other side and being able to look back and um, see what you learned. And I don't know, like a lot of my real experience in life and my friends and just kind of what I see is like life is kind of always constantly messy and good mm. and bad and sad and happy and um just kind of all of it. And I think for a long time, I 
was and still do i mean still am i think it's just kind of a human thing it's to always kind of be looking for like this thing that's going to click in yeah. that's going to make everything feel right yep. or secure or safe or um like you're kind of like ah okay mm-hmm. cool and i think obviously as we get older like things do sort of shift and and click into place a little bit more easily than they did when we were like early 20s or teenagers or whatever. But there's kind of, I think there's always going to be this sense of like, what, what, what am I missing? What do I need? Like, and I don't know. I just was thinking about a lot of that and I started therapy and it was like a a, a big deal for me in, in going to therapy was like kind of expressing these these um, stressors that I had, these confusing things I was going through and allowing myself to just say like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know, like that was just a bigger deal than I thought it was to yeah. be able to kind of let myself sit in a mess for a second. Um that's literally what I talk about with my therapist as well. It's just yeah. like the being in it and that's okay. Because it's always, I think people look retroactively at the past for answers or they seek the future to be like already over something or out of something. There's nothing worse than sitting in the middle of an uncomfortable feeling and being like, what do I do? Like, how do I just go away? And it's just, unfortunately, it's just not that easy. Yeah, You're never going to get to a different place if you don't allow yourself to kind of sit in the discomfort and I don't know that's you know it's not like every song is like pointing back to that feeling but I think as a whole it was just kind of touching on a lot of those themes and um the idea of change and kind of being in progress and uh being open to that instead of resisting it was uh sort of like what I was thinking of I think that's great and I do think it's something that maybe as like an emotion doesn't seem so glamorous or so like it's so easy to write about like a breakup or like you know the worst thing but this is like not the worst but it's also not the best (laughs) but it's still significant in that yeah and there are relationship songs on there there are breakup songs there are sad songs and you know but it's all kind of a part of it I think like I think even if you're going through something like that there's a lot of conflicting feelings you have it's Mm -hmm. like nothing's ever like cut and dry simple um and so i just find that interesting and sort of try and analyze it and write about it sweet yeah um well we'll let everyone sit in that for a second and we're gonna take a quick (laughs) break and we'll be right back just sit in that yeah we'll be right back we're not too deep Hello listeners, Grace Helbig here, wanting to say two things. A big thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, If you're a regular listener, if this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you. And uh, second thing, if you are enjoying yourself here in this not-too-deep world we've built and you'd like to leave us a review, that would be so wonderful. If you can go to the iTunes store, the App Store, and leave us a lovely little review comment. How are you feeling? Good, bad, otherwise? Maybe just good or otherwise would be appreciated. Other than that, enjoy the podcast. Um, I'm also very curious. One, your husband's also a musician? Well, he was. was. He was in a band back in the day. Okay. He's not anymore, but 
but yeah, I mean, when we met, he was a, he was in a band. How did you guys meet? We met through a mutual friend, uh, like early, like a year after I moved to LA. So we were really young. Oh, and, sweet. Um, yeah. And then that's kind of how we met, but yeah, he was in that band. It was in a band called this Providence. They were kind of in the like pop punk emo, Fun. Uh, world. like warp tour and oh, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like check <laughs> bands and everything. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he was in that for a while, but, um, yeah, now he manages musicians. Oh, nice. And is a designer and stuff. So in terms of one, that's a major collaboration, but I'm also curious artistically in Mm -hmm. collaborating because you've written songs for yourself. You've written songs for other people. Mm -hmm. When do you like when you write something, how do you know if it's for you or for someone else? That's tough. It's hard to like, have a uh, answer that's like this is exactly universal. Out. Yeah, sometimes it's just a feeling. Like I don't know. I can get usually like for the songs that I've had that have got gone on to be recorded by another artist. I knew pretty quickly it wasn't for me. Like mm. sometimes you just write a song and you just kind of want to serve whatever the song is saying. And it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily something that you feel super connected to or, um, as, as an artist yourself. Sure. Sure. Sometimes when you're like, Oh, okay. Like, I think I could let that one go. Um, but a lot of times it's like pretty immediate when it's like, Oh, why don't you send the song to someone else? And I'm like, no, it's mine. (laughs) I love it. Um, so I try to listen to that, but I don't know. I think I'm trying to get into that more like writing with and for other artists. So Mm -hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see as I do it, like how that will go and how I'll kind of, uh, decipher that because I think it's, um, tough because I want to bring the same level of like, uh, care and, um, you know, effort to someone else's song as I would if it were my own. So I think I, I love them all, but it's just sort of a feeling, I guess. Yeah. Well, on that note, when you are looking for collaborations, is mm-hmm. do you have a way in which you kind of link up with people? Do you kind of seek other people out or do you look for more organic situations? It's... It's kind or is of it a mix of everything? Yeah, it's a mix. Like sometimes you'll just get paired with someone you've never met and you've maybe heard something they did, but yeah. sometimes you haven't. And it's just like, you guys, I think would be good together. Like <laughs> publishers or managers or, or, you know, people put you together. And um, I've done a lot of those sessions where you just kind of like end up in a room with two other people. Oh, wow. And you can kind of feel pretty immediately that you don't necessarily click, but (laughs) (laughs) you're then expected to like write a meaningful song that's good. Wow. Um, So over the past like few years, I've definitely whittled it down to at least like if I know I'm writing something for myself, Mm -hmm. I like to kind of choose from a handful of people that you just kind of naturally click with you. They already kind of know your life and your background. And um, those always seem to make for a little bit better songs just because you don't have to like go through the 
rehashing of like, well, I went through this and then this, and this is how I feel about it. So I like to kind of write songs about this and that. Yeah. So you don't have to like do the whole uh, It's like, uh, yeah, like speed dating, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's like that we call it like blind dates. Like it's like, wow. oh, you know, I have to do like a blind date session. <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, but you know, a lot of times those sessions can introduce you to the people that you love. Like I met one of my producers who I work with all the time just by being set up blindly. Oh, wow. You just like are in the room and you kind of can tell you speak the same language Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, I think we get each other. I think we have like similar brains. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's a weird thing, but yeah, I guess you have to trust your intuition a little bit on that kind of stuff too. Yes. You have to like, yeah, it, it, it took a lot of like growth for me to be like, Hey, like if you're not clicking with someone, that doesn't mean you're not good at what you do. It just means like maybe he's not the, or she's not the one yeah. to like help you write this song. And it, cause I, I can always tend to be like, I need to do whatever it takes. To, like, <laughs> it's me. It's me. Yeah, it must be me. Yeah, I'm trash. I'm not talented. Um, but once I, you know, wrote with people who I felt like I had the same brain, like it made all the difference. That's very cool. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on the social media aspect of all of this? Because like now, obviously, it's like part of the job description for creatives yeah. to exist on there. What's your relationship with that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I feel like it's like, up and down because I try to look at it as a tool Mm -hmm. that is useful of like, okay, like this is kind of cool that (laughs) you can go directly to fans and people can give you feedback. And when it's positive, it's cool. And (laughs) you can get a like sense of, you know, what people like and what they don't. And, you know, it's a fun way to share your personality. Like I try to see the good in it. Um, Mm -hmm. But, and like you said, just sort of like accept the reality that it like is a part of it now, like as much as, but at the same time, it's like, if I really hated it, like I wouldn't, I don't know that I would force myself to do it because It's also just like, if I can feel myself getting burnt out or um, looking at it too much and, you know, I can always kind of sense like, if I start out the day looking at Instagram or whatever, and I follow a bunch of other artists, I follow a bunch of other songwriters, like I follow a bunch of other people that do what I do. And that comparison thing starts to kick in. And then like, four hours later, I'm in a terrible mood. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I wonder why. Like, <laughs> because yeah. I'm in this like fantasy world of like, why didn't I want that? Uh-huh. And, and, you know, I think that's just what it is. Like, I think that's just a part of it. Um, but I don't know. I, I It's definitely complicated. And like, there are so many days I wish... I think it can get overwhelming um, when it feels like you have to just wear... 1 million hats Mm -hmm. Uh, as an artist. Now it's like, I can't, I feel like I sometimes can't just like focus on writing a song. Like it's like you write a song and then how do you market it? And then how do you put it on TikTok? And like, what's going to be the most effective strategy? And like, blah, blah, blah. You have to like wear so many hats and then it just starts taking all the magic out of this thing you made because it's just, you're the one like, 
I, yeah. I want it to try and remain as pure for me as possible. <laughs> yeah. And like once it's like, so this song sort of touching on um, like relationship problems. Like what kind of relationship problems do you have? Like do you <laughs> yeah. like talk to someone about it and like promote uh, the song that way? And you're just like, ew, like this is now all yeah. of a sudden gross. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, there's a lot of layers to it. And I just, I try to like do as much as I can. Um, and I just kind of accept the fact that it's like, sometimes it's going to feel gross. Sometimes it's going to feel tiring. Sometimes it's going to feel like I could be doing a lot more and I'm missing sure. opportunities. Like, um, but it's just kind of one of those things that I am like, if I, you know, I, I'm an independent artist. So yeah. like, I don't have a massive team with millions of dollars behind me. So I'm just like, I have to do this. I have to like, yeah. you know, that make this part of my career. So how can I do it in the healthiest way for me personally and not like look too much around at like what works for someone else? Yeah. I, well, I'll say that I think you do a great job with it because I do feel like your social media just in doing research on you reads authentically as you and you have a good sense of humor about it and you don't seem obsessive about it. and You don't seem cookie cutter about it. Like it just does feel authentically you, uh, which is why I always like to ask people that seem to from afar have a healthy relationship with social media what yeah. they actually think about it yeah uh, but it is yeah i'm with you the same thing that it's like a, a love-hate relationship and learning yeah. the balance of it is so much easier said than done in totally. in practice but uh, i'm also um like in my early 30s so like i didn't <laughs> grow up with it like yeah i didn't have it when i was in high school Mm -hmm. to the degree that it is now. And yep. I think that's helped me not... Like, I, I don't even understand what it's like for yeah. younger kids now. Like, yeah. it's so much a part of your identity. Like, what do you present? Like, yeah. it seems like very overwhelming to me. And I don't know. I think that help my age helps a little bit with just being like, okay, yeah, this is like a thing, but I don't... And it can be stressful, but I don't know. It's yeah. just what I had. <laughs> that you do. Yeah, I'm with you. That you do remember your life without it. <laughs> for all of these. I mean, barely, but I'm like, one time I didn't think about like how I would post something about I know. everything that happens. And Gen Z will never have that experience. God bless. I'm oh, sorry. Um, okay, now I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that is on the podcast. Um, the first is, who, alive or dead, would you like to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and this, I will say, just as a caveat, so it takes a little bit of the pressure out of it, that it's just whoever in this moment right now comes to mind. I like to think that this is an yeah. answer that changes frequently for people. Right. Because I feel like if it's cold, if you're throwing cold spaghetti at someone, you you maybe don't like them. It's truly your intention. It can be celebratory. It it's can be fun. a prank. It can be for fun. It can be for good uh, or it can be for evil. OK, well, maybe it would be um, maybe it would be like Ashley Olsen uh, <gasps> or Mary Kate or both. Mm. And maybe yes. it's. Um, 
maybe it's fun. Like we're having dinner together and we're so close <laughs> that it's like, oh my gosh, a girl. And you just throw a little cake. toss. And they're like, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> I'm a big MK and A stand. Oh, you know? same, same. Yeah. I like that answer. I w- I hope if it happens, I get to be a fly on the wall when it goes yeah. down. I'll, I'll <laughs> get you up for the hang. Thank you. Uh, the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us <clears throat> your worst pants shitting story, or like a bathroom emergency situation. However, you can only use three words or like small phrases to describe the event. So, for example, mine is college jogging front lawn. <laughs> yes, quite <a> time. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And it doesn't have to be pants shitting. It could be any sort of bathroom right. crisis emergency. Yeah. All right. Gosh. The I'm trying to think of how to um, <laughs> I feel like we get a little insight into your songwriting creative process right now, yeah. too. It is. It's a lot of okay, looking up and being like, um, okay. <laughs> Let's see. A few years ago, okay. Casting office oh, all no. back. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's a tough situation. You know, the nerves. The yeah. Nerves really <laughs> amplify. Yeah. Uh, the body does like, what it wants. Body. No, there's no stopping. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most inconvenient of times. Oh well. But I made it through. That's good. And uh, <laughs> I assume you got the part. So. Oh no! No. <laughs> But not because of that, I don't think. Although now I'm rethinking. No, react it. Now could have been like, well, in hindsight, in hindsight, that would have been my downfall. Uh, Now we have a section of the podcast called Deep and Hot, uh, where I've prepared a deep question for you. And I'm curious about uh, your hot take on kind of like a topic ish that we have for you. Oh, man. So, me. This is uh, we're getting your brain going. If you yeah, do get like, too deep enough in therapy, here we go. The year, okay. <laughs> Woo. Uh, deep question for you is: When do you think it's better to walk away? In general, in general, I guess I would attribute this for you in terms of like creative endeavors. Have you ever found yourself getting to a point where you're like, this either this collaboration or this song or this idea, like? At what point do you realize, like, I have to abandon this? Hmm. I mean, for me, I guess I think... I don't know, like, what comes up is, like, me thinking about, yeah, if I'm working on a song or if I'm working towards something... I and I really want it, but it's just not working out. Mm-hmm. I'll put so much effort in. I'll I'll just like squeeze every <laughs> bit of effort and put it into something and be like, it has to work. Yeah. And it's like feeling just like it's not 
clicking or it's just not working and you put like so much effort and focus and like obsession into it, um, then I'll let it go. Like, but I, I mean, maybe like to a bad degree, like will obsess over. So like, if I'm just like, no, it has to work. It has to be this certain way. Um, so you, yeah, you sound like someone that doesn't like to give up on something. No. Yeah. Which is very admirable. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think so. But I think I could stand to like what I'm, what I try to get better at is like loosening my grip on things. It's like, Mm. there's so many different paths and ways you can get to something you want. And if you're obsessively holding on to some one idea or one way, uh, you could maybe be keeping yourself from getting there a different way or, or finding something new that you weren't looking for that you end up loving. Or I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking about, this now in terms of kind of like life yeah. path and like what you do and obviously in what this industry is, there's a lot of... I came up with one idea of like one version of success, one mm-hmm. way to get there. Um, and if it doesn't look exactly like this, then I'm a failure. Mm. And I think that's just not true. And yeah. I've as I've learned to kind of loosen my grip and be open to different things it's opened up, you know, new opportunities that I didn't see coming or expect. So I guess that's kind of what it makes me think of. Yeah, I think that's really important for people to recognize too, that there is not always one way to do something or to achieve something. Usually going to be like, usually your version of like what you think you want, or the way to get there, it's usually gonna look different. (laughs) Totally. Totally. (laughs) Um, This kind of goes in line with this. The hot take, uh, I'm curious about just your thoughts on evolving as an artist uh, or, you know, kind of growing or changing your aesthetic or or tone or quality or whatever it is. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Let's see. Because you kind of mentioned earlier that like uh, five years ago or so is when you felt like you found your voice and kind of your style do you feel pressure to evolve that over time or do you just kind of pay attention to who you are when you're creating and let that speak for itself I think I do I mean I've I've definitely evolved a lot as an artist over the past few years I've Mm -hmm. done I've released you know, way poppier music. I've wanted to be this certain type of artist. And I think as I've um, kind of just embraced my instincts and what comes a little more naturally, I've seen more uh, success that way. Like not necessarily like uh, in terms of like, oh, more money or, or more numbers, just like as just creatively, it feels like it clicks. It feels like, oh, this comes naturally to me. Mm. This comes easier to me. This is kind of more second nature. Like, why am I, you know, I think I, for a long time, resisted writing about my life, my like actual experiences. Cause Mm. I was like, oh, well, um, I, I don't, I want people to be able to, relate so wouldn't don't you have to kind of like cater that to what you think people want to hear oh, instead interesting. of kind of just sharing 
except or, or thinking that like, oh, if I'm having these experiences and thoughts and fears and like uh, insecurities, probably a lot of other people are too. So why yeah. don't I kind of write about that and um, know that it will speak to whoever it's supposed to yeah. instead of like forcing it. And um, that really opened up, I think, a lot for me because I think it gave me more confidence to like, if I have a thought during the day or, or, or a, a view about something, uh, maybe that's what I should be putting into my music instead of something that I think people want to hear. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like Totally. That it's not like a Hallmark card, that you're an actual person that yeah. is experiencing yeah. something and as yeah. a human being. <laughs> yeah, I think it could just... Um, so that's what I think about as I... If you think about evolving as an artist, for me, it's just like, mm -hmm. how do you kind of keep getting closer and closer to that like core you? Yeah. The thoughts only you can have. Because, uh, you know, we're all unique. We Everything we're going to create, even if it's about similar things, it's going to have a different feel mm -hmm. to it. And I think for a long time, I was like, well, I can't talk about this because everyone else is talking about it or everyone has already been said. And sure. I think just letting go of those things and just trusting that, trusting your instincts, trusting your uh, thoughts and your, what you like. Like I, I try yeah. to think, like, what would I want to hear in a song? What, yeah, would yeah. I, what would I like to hear said or, or expressed? And how can I do that through my music? Um, so I don't know. I think my goal is to just kind of keep doing that more and more and like, stripping away these kind of like uh, walls I put up of like, oh, I want this certain thing or to be yeah. this certain way. Like, how do I just kind of keep peeling that away? Well, the therapy is nothing but helpful. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, it, it is. It's very helpful. <laughs> um, Kaylin, we've reached the end of the podcast. This has been oh, so oh. lovely to talk to you. Um, before we wrap up completely, we like to give our guests a little token of our appreciation, and that is a personalized horoscope from us to you. Uh, and we are not astrologers dream. Uh, at all. So if you don't mind reading it aloud to the class, that would be wonderful. Let's just put it in the chat. Okay, here we go. Okay. Scorpion of the stars, your ruling planet Mars will move into Capricorn near the end of this month, which means it's time to put action behind your thoughts and words. No more waiting for things to happen a year from now. Hey, I get it. I get it. I see what you did there. That it's is out the there. Title of my song. <laughs> all right. All right. Point taken. I'll get my act together. <laughs> your act sounds pretty together. Um, oh, and I do a good job of making it seem like it. <laughs> it's great. Well, for people that don't know, where can they find you? Where can they listen to the music? Where can they get access to you? Most stuff, uh, my music, Instagram, all that. Um, it's just my name, Caitlin Tarver. So great. if you pop that into Google or Spotify <laughs> or Apple Music or wherever, I'll probably come up and... Just don't be alarmed if you find really old photos of me uh, <laughs> from like 2005. Like just, just try to look. Oh yeah, we didn't even it. get into the big time rush of it all. Oh okay. yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll probably see some big time rush stuff pop up, and you know, just be 
just be supportive, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe you'll be out in some live shows over the course of this year. Who knows? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually opening up for a band in the spring. Uh, they're called Johnny Swim. So we cool. have a tour booked. We have the dates set. Great. Uh, it already has gotten postponed once. So, <laughs> you know, we're fingers crossed. We're crossing our fingers. Nice. <laughs> um, so that'll be uh, in March and April. So Sweet. yeah, I'd love for ever, anyone to come out and listen to the music. If you like it, come see a show. I'm hoping to play a lot more shows this year. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been thank great. You. Yeah, this has been so fun. Thanks for having me. Of course, guys, go check her out. Get into all the music, see the live stuff, etc., etc. Get into therapy if you're yeah. so inclined. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs> <laughs>